This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Some future time, um, even though there's uh, different people on the on the Zoom, I my my remarks are specifically addressed to the Bachram Yeshiva. Um, and to um, I feel an um, an understanding that uh, they would relate to especially um, one of the things that Akadosh Baruch Hu, um, does when he takes something away from us is the appreciation of what we have when we have it. When people um, are in yeshiva and you know. So day in, day out, and everything's fine and good and this and that. So there's, there's sometimes is a lack of an appreciation of what a yeshiva is. I think that a kufa like this, where even though um, there is this gift of Zoom and, and uh, something can do with it, it still is a far, far cry from a base medrash. And I'd like a little bit to try to put a finger on what it is exactly that we, that we're missing. What exactly is the gift of a base medrash? I mean, the gift in a particular sense, each person in the base medrash he has, and a gift in, in the broader sense of the word. So I want to talk a little bit about this parasha. The parasha of Sazria Mitzorah is sort of the core parashas of Tumah in the Torah. And both Tumas Betzaira, Tumas Siva, Tumas Nida, Tvila, all sorts of inyanim of Tum and Taira. And this is probably, this is the concentration of it. So I want to take a look at the Rambam, who speaks about Tum and Taira, and try to um, get a feel for what, what it means. The Rambam is at the end of Elchus Mikvos, Perik Yudal of Halach Yudbeis, it's not, the Rambam usually finishes a major section of his with some divrei hashkafa, musa, some sort of musa takeaway from the whole Indian that he's been discussing. And certainly at the end of the, the, the Chelek Tara, which is a big Chelek, and it discusses all those of Thomas and Tyrus, the Rambam gives us a bit of a takeaway. Yud Beis. It's clear that Tum and Tyra are not any physical reality. There's nothing about Tum and Tyra that we can in any way um, you know, attribute it to something that we can relate to in a physical sense. Now, the Rambam, this is parenthetical remark, when the Rambam um, it, when we speak about mitzvahs as being, you have the sikhlistic mitzvahs and the not sikhlistic mitzvahs, sometimes they're called irrational, um, rational mitzvahs or irrational with sort of the overtone, a negative overtone that it's not something that, you know, makes sense. That's not, the Rambam says, means, it's not something we can determine with our seichel. It's a shortcoming. That's a parenthetic remark, but important to know it in general. There are mitzvahs that HaKadosh Baruch has given us a gift of seichel, which we comprehend, and there are mitzvahs that are just beyond. V'chein, 
Hatvila minatumis, Mikal Chukimi. Obviously, the concept of Tvila, he's talking about Hilch's Mikvos, is a Chaik. Why? She'ein hatumetit oitsoya, she'tava b'mayim. Tumah is not a physical um, uncleanliness. It's not dirt or mud or something which water would brush it away. Alexeris hakosuvi vadovatovik avonis aleiv. It's exeris hakosuv, and it has a lot to do with kavanas haleiv. And the Rambam brings a raya. So the Rambam refers to a halacha that if a person goes, if a person is laying on the beach and a big wave washes over him, so even though there could be Arboim saw in the wave and the connection, he's still not tahar. This, this, this halacha is a rabbanitic halacha. Um, the Rambam also, says in the Rambam brings it. Midaraisa, it would work. So, what does the Rama mean? I think what the Rama means is it would not make sense to make a zero takana like this if it wasn't important to have kavana. You know, as the Rama says, yes, it's a takana's chachomim, but that if, if, if it was simply the water just washing over the person, washing away something dirty then why do I need kavana? So it must be that it's something that has to do with kavana. The afal became remez yesh bedava. So even though we don't have any specific um, point that we can say what it is, but he says, I feel that I have some sort of remez. Kishem shamechav libo letaher, tahar. Just like a person when he intends to, to, to become Tahar. So then as soon as he, as, as he immersed himself, he becomes Tahar. Even though nothing changed in him, so to a person who intends to, to get rid of a Tumas HaNefesh, which are bad thoughts, as soon as he's made that decision to get himself away from it, and he's immersed himself in me'adas, he's tohar. So Ramam is, is giving us some understanding, but it leaves a lot. What exactly are we drawing a parallel to? He's, um, what's the point that he's making? Just like, there has to be some sort of marshal, some sort of nekuda. So the point that the Ram seems to be emphasizing is as follows. Mitzvahs, that even though we may or may not know the reason for it, but if it makes a physical change, we at least understand something happened. For instance, a person takes a behemoth and he shechts it. So that's a physical change that he's engendered, and we may not understand why, but at least we say, okay, it's gone from being chai to shchuto. So we at least have, we can put a finger on it. Brismila, so there are some understanding of brismila, and brismila is a, a, a very, very sharp change in the guf, and so on. Every maisa mitzvah that's mesak in something, 
We have Tevel, we remove Trumas and Maestras. Mitzvahs that are a tikkun um, do it through some sort of physical change in the object. Until now it was this, now it's this. Over here, nothing changed in the person. The person's body is the same. There was no dirt that was removed from the body. And yet, when a person consciously immerses himself in something, something changes. And the muscle to it are machshavis, bad machshavis, and, and, and so on. And it requires two things. Lifrosh, Moisaitis, behavi nafsha mehadas. What, is that, what does that mean other than just a generic, you know, he decides to stop doing bad, stop doing good? I mean, that's, that's a very, very vague poetic connection. What exactly is he referring to? What does he mean? What, what phenomena is he dealing with? So I'd like to compare it to, to a Rambam someplace else. The Rambam is in Hilfus Deus. The Rambam, Hilfus Deus, is um, the, um, speaks about a person's general behavior. In other words, um, it speaks about how a person ought to act not in the specific realm of, of Torah mitzvahs, you know, specific or, uh, specific mitzvahs, but rather general behavior, what we call midas tovos, hanhagos tovos, and that's the Rambam and Hilchas Deos. Now, Perek Vav, Derech Bri Oseh Shel Adam, Lios Nimshach Bidei Osev Bemaisov, Achareyov Vechaveyrov. It is in born, born it, it, it's, it's hardwired. A person is hardwired, to be nimshach and myself that his actions and his thoughts, or they also will, will maybe define as attitudes, um, it follows his friends, his 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 society. it follows the general social norms. Therefore, he says, a person needs to hang around tzaddikim. And come away from Yeshoyim, Kidei Shalem and Masehem. And he brings Psukim, and then he goes so far and so extreme as to say that if a person has no choice of moving to a different place, he should just withdraw from society and sit in a cave and so on. So let's, let's understand a little bit about the point that Ramam is making. When um, there's a type of bad hashba that would be like um, somebody, a friend of mine, is intending to pull off some sort of shtick and, and to do something that's dishonest. He needs a partner and he calls me and tries to convince me to become part of it. That's not what the Ram is talking about. Um, that, that, that type of, of, of kind of one on one. Um, particular bit influences is part of the normal framework of Tova and Ra. That's not what Ram is talking about. The Rambam is talking about a different phenomenon. A person has Bechira and he chooses between Ra and Tov and so on. The picture of Tov and Ra the, the, is formed by society at large. Nobody 
Um, nobody is, is free of the bigger picture. A person grows up in a society where there are givens and the person chooses sometimes he, he may buck society one point, another point, but almost all of our understandings of what, um, of, of what is um, the general picture, right and wrong, is formed by society. The Rambam actually alludes to something like that in Moran um, Avuchim. He speaks about the Chet of Eitz and he says that before the Chet, there was bad and good was in the category of Emes and Sheker, um, which means it was absolute. People understood bad as absolute and so on. Um, after the Chet, it, it, it lowered a notch and it became something that the Rama calls mifursomos. In other words, generally accepted. Um, if we ask somebody, is it wrong to cheat? And we'll still say 100%. Why? So we'll struggle um, and a lot to, 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 to well, some people will be better articulate, some people worse. But at the end of the day, the real reason is because the sense of society around us is that it's wrong. And if a person comes from a society that doesn't see it as wrong, he doesn't think like that. That's not, that's not his nashaba. So the Rambam identifies for us that there is a, a large framework that we're in that framework. That framework is, um, it's, it's a social construct, it's, it's society, it's there, it's, it's the, the large understanding. And if I'm part of that, then, I, um, th- then, then my natural instinct, inclination is that. It, it, nobody nobody's invented the wheel for himself morally and so on. We pick up the general atmosphere. So that's why the Rambam says, you have no choice in that. As long as you see yourself part of that world, then those norms are automatically your norms because a person functions within it. The only way out would be where a person is no longer part of a society. It's a very rough life. It's not a pleasant life. It's not good, but you have no choice because you can't be part of a society that, that sees things one way and you see it differently. Let's go back to our Rambam over here. The Rambam over here in Tumavatara, Tumavatara is a sense where I'm affected by others despite the fact that nothing actually went on in my body. Um, if I eat basubachalov, chasushalom, or I eat chalav, so I've made some sort of change in my body. It, 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 you know, Averis, again, mice Averis, that are some sort of um, action that, that generates some change in me. So I understand it, you know, if I ate something, cream, part of me, so on and so forth. Tuma and Tara is I was affected by something around me. Someone touched me, or on the ultimate extreme, I'm in the same environment. Thomas Ohel, which is characteristic of a human being, specific Tuma, 
is just being in the same framework as someone else. That's Tumma Vitaria. So Tumma is something which is, um, is, is, the, is the bad in me that's generated by the environment, not by, um, not by anything in particular. And therefore, the, the, the mikvah is um, a, a decision. It, it's, it's, it, 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 it requires two things. First of all, I am removing myself from my environment, and I am immersing myself in a different environment. The, 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 um, and that's why the Ramam says that it's important to be conscious of it. So even though Midaraisa technically you don't have to be conscious of it, the Rabbanan said that we should be conscious of it. And, and that's a, it's obviously it's a, that's really an important part of it. It means a person says, I no longer want to be part of this world. I'm in a different world. The shear of a mikveh is the shear that a person can immerse himself in it. That's what it means. The person becomes immersed in it, and, and therefore he becomes part of a different metzias. And that's why, and that's the, that's the Hadgosh and the Rambam. That's what the Rambam seems to focus on. So when the person is tevel, um, nothing changed in him, but he was, um, he, he, he decided to immerse himself and to become part of something else. And it doesn't require that a change happen within him. It's enough that the change happen around him. So the Tumas and Ephashas are Machshabas Ra'os. Let's understand a little bit, go back to the term Deos that the Ramam uses so much. Um, a Deya is not, I mean, there are, it's, a, it's a strange term the way we understand the word Deya. Um, the, 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 the word dea meaning um, some sort of opinion, that's modern Hebrew, some sort of knowledge, understanding. The Ramam talks about midos, that's the first two things, kas and so on, and, and, and kina and all these things. Why are those things called deos? So true midos are, 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 um, are a later word, but there's archais, other words that fit it. I think the word deos in this context means basic attitudes. In other words, let's take an example of anger. So somebody did something wrong to me and I blow up at the person. So th- th- there's obviously an emotional, there's, there's the emotional component of, of me be, being uh, upset and lashing out at the person. But really, it's generated by an attitude that I should not be messed up by somebody else. And if I am messed up by somebody else, unless I scream at the person and, and sort of clobber him verbally, then, um, then, then I'm, I'm a, a, a meek. 
I'm a weakling, I'm whatever. So, so, so there's a certain attitude about it. There's a certain attitude, a, a jealousy stems, starts with a certain attitude. He who possesses many things um, is to be admired. And if you're not possessing something, then somebody else has it, he's wronging you. Somewhere along the line, there's, there's a certain type of understanding of what is good, what's bad, what's right, what's wrong. So the Rambam says that when the, the person to be metaya himself from machsheves oin v'deas bad thoughts, we're not talking about the bad thoughts where I know what I'm doing is wrong and I decide I have a type, I'm going to do X, Y, or Z. It's, in a, it, it's where I think that this is perfectly right to do. What's wrong with it? Why, why, you know, why am I be told not to do it? Those are machshavas ha'oyin v'deyas ha'roz. So the Ramam says all it needs is that the person hiskim liba lifash ma'isna eitzis v'hevi nafshav me'adas ta'ar. You need to, to make a conscious decision to pull yourself away from A and to immerse yourself in B, and there you have it. I want to talk a few minutes about um, what the creation of a yeshiva was. Um, the, 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 the concept of a yeshiva, the way we understand it, sort of through different Gilgulim dates from Chaim Belazhin, the Alta Slabotka, 100 years later or so, and, and, and so on. Um, before that, or in many other places where there were no yeshivas, it was common. You went to a shtibble to learn, you went to learn by a rav, and so on and so forth. Part of the reason for creating yeshiva was when there was a realization that the environment um, as such is a difficult environment to have the appropriate attitude to certain things. When, when the world still had very positive attitudes and ruchnias and so on. So, you know, I could be part of that world and, and learn and do my thing and, you know, and uh, I'd be, uh, things would be okay. But once society started to have a lot of other ideas about what's called success and what's called good and what's called right, then, then, then I'm having a problem because for me to sit focused and what's right and wrong, when the big picture is different or the big picture is, has different givens, is almost impossible. Um, and therefore, the music of a yeshiva, there's a famous maram, the Makshin Ha'olam, he, he always says the world asks. So somebody said, what do you mean the world? He's, he's walked around the streets and no one's asked these, these kashas. So, so the, 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 you know, the point is always that there's an Olam HaTorah. A Beis Medrash gives us a, a makom where things, where the, where the overarching attitude is Taira, mitzvahs, ruchnias, and so on. It, it, it creates a little bubble, a little mikveh that, 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 that a person immerses himself. And, 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 and therefore, whatever understandings of right and wrong a person has, um, those understandings, they're not alone uh, the center, which is very unnatural for a person 
who's no, a person is meant to be a social being and social animal is supposed to be part of a society. So it's very, very hard for, for, for a person to, to have that. A base medish provides it. And when we don't have a base medish environment, um, we, we suffer in this area greatly. So obviously I, I know the shortcomings of, of uh, Zoom classes, Zoom Shurim particularly. Yes, you know, there's a lot of, uh, obviously it's, it's, it's not an ideal setup, but more than that, we miss a base medish. If a person were to ask himself, why is it that the base medish we feel like learning and at home we krechts and yes, we do, we try hard. And, and the answer is because the base medish, the, the, the environment, the four walls of the base medish say, wow, look at this masman, he's sitting and learning. Look at this guy, he's, he's really into it. That's what, that's what the walls say. It's something that I think we, we should appreciate. It's very interesting, I was thinking, um, the, 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 um, the name for this type of diseases that were sort of uh, suffering, um, influenza, was the name of the disease, and in, and in modern Ivrit, Shapat, as a play on the same word, it came from the fact that it, it was a type of disease, the oldest type it, that people found frustrating to understand when somebody breaks uh, uh, a, you know, a hand and foot, when somebody stabbed through the heart, when, when somebody you know, has some sort of physical, you know, where we can see the physical. Uh, manifestation of the disease, then it's easy to understand it. Here, it's just like all of a sudden everybody's healthy and all of a sudden everybody's not. So they called it, I mean, the, the derivation, the etymological derivation of influenza is, they used to think that the stars exert an influence. But, but it, it, there is a component about it. It has a lot more to do in the environment we're in that, than anything else specifically. In other words, if we, if, if we ask ourselves, what's the number one cause? The answer will be enough people being exposed to enough people. And that's why, um, you know, everybody's locked down, kind of. The, 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 there's something about this type of ailment that, that sort of brings that point home to us. It's something also for those of you who will be going on next year to Israel. I want you to understand that, that the most invaluable thing you can pick up in Israel is this being in a place, Ejistral, it has the Kedush of Ejistral has fostered um, wonderful Nekomas Torah that have a very intense and positive atmosphere of Torah. You walk in the Beis Medrash, everything about Beis Medrash wants learning with, with fire, davening with, with, with inspiration, acting in a Torah way. It's, it's something, it, it doesn't mean automatically you become that. But it means that um, the big picture is there. That's the piece that, that's what a yeshiva does. And that's why no matter how much learning a person can do on the side, on his own, with a chavrusa, with a chaver, this way, that way, the other way, a yeshiva, the concept of a yeshiva, it transcends it all in, 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 a, in a very, very different way. That's why there's letter chazanish, where somebody was given a choice of learning in yeshiva for a year or engaging in a career that will give him more spare time to learn. And Chazanish very much said to go to yeshiva. I doesn't, doesn't give his reasons. Chazanish never shared his reasons really. But, but um, this, this sense of it, that this is something which um, 
to become part of something, to become part of a Mokam Torah, an Olam Torah, uh, an environment Torah, is this process Ram is talking about. I want to f- conclude with um, the very, very, very last Rambam, where he speaks about Mashiach and what is it that is going to be so special about Mashiach, uh, the era of Mashiach. Um, so he says that um, the era of Mashiach is a time when we'll be able to prepare ourselves spiritually for Olam Haba. In other words, it, w- it will be a time when the physical conditions will, 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 be, will be not disturbing and therefore it will allow for the flourishing of Klai Yisrael at its ruchniistic at best. And he finishes with the Pusik. Um, that Dea will fill the world the way water covers an ocean. It's a Pasik. And it's something which is, um, which is exactly the point we're making. In other words, there's one thing for us knowledge, Dea, today, is, is a point-by-point point item. We learned this, we heard this, we understood this. But it almost, many times, it's counter to what to, 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 to the big picture. It's not a world that's filled with chachma and das and, 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 and seeking a Kaddish Baruch Hu. love of this beautiful tkufa Mashiach, if we could ask ourselves, what is unique about it? It's kimol arts deya Hashem, the, the understanding of what's right and what's good and, and, and what a person wants and should want, that will, that will be the environment of the world. Just like the ocean is a, is, is a different environment than the world is. That's why mikvah works. The entire world will be submerged in a mikvah taira. It means that not only will we be able to... to to ascertain particular points of right, but the, the whole environment itself will be that way. And, 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 and therefore, it'll, it'll be extremely easy to do it. Everything around us will support it. So, Be'ez Hashem, um, like I said before, it's, it's a time when we have a tukufa that the one thing, we have classes, we have shurim, we have work, we have things like that, better, worse, but the one thing we don't have is a besmedish environment, and I think it's a good time for us to sort of think a little bit about why it is that the environment means so much to us and gives us so much. It hopefully, sooner than, rather than later, we'll be able to, um, to, to get back to that and to, and to be uh, a back in the Medish and appreciate what it gives to us. For those of us who are going to Israel next year, um, then understand and appreciate that being withdrawing a bit, not being tied 24-7 to wherever you came from, but being able to be and being immersed in it um, is a lot of the positive that this all gives a person. And to the days when the, the Das and Chachmo filled the world, 
and, and everything around us and within us will, will be focused on what's right and what's good there, Sasha. Thank you so much, Rabbi Lafiansky. Uh, hope to have you back in the environment of our yeshiva. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Have good. a good shot, everyone. Kota. Yeah,